Hi, this is Jen from Grace for Single Parenting, where your parenting and God's grace collide. Today on the podcast, I have Kiona. She's a full-time nurse anesthesiist, owner of the blog ProfessionalMama.com, and a single mother to an adorable toddler girl. I always find it helpful to learn how other single moms handle multiple responsibilities. So I asked Kiona to come on today to talk about how she balances a crazy work schedule while being a single parent and building a side business. She also talks about how she keeps her daughter in daycare on her days off without a guilt. It's a conversation you won't want to miss. I'm Kiana, and I'm a single working mom. By day, I work as a nurse anesthetist, helping put patients to sleep before surgical procedures. And I also have a blog where I help other working moms simplify their mom life through automation systems and routines. You have a daughter, is that right? I do have a daughter. She's two and a half years old, going on 35. (laughs) (laughs) So she's sassy. (laughs) She is, but I think I know where she gets it from. (laughs) So I just wanted to have you on today because I admire what you do. Um, I see you just as a very successful single mom and successful outside of work and with your child and also successful job that you have. And then on top of that, you're also creating an online business. And I just think that's really inspiring to be able to do all of that as a single parent. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you manage all of that because you have a crazy work schedule, right? I do. Yes. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about what your yeah, so, schedule is like and your yeah. home life with your daughter and how you balance? So before I had my daughter, um, like I said, I'm, I'm working in the hospital. I'm an anesthesia provider. And as you know, patients come at any time of day or night. And they have to have someone available to take care of them. So before I had my daughter, I was a part of our open heart team. And I took a lot of overnight call. I took a call shift every week, one night a week. And every sixth weekend, I was on call from 7 a.m. on Friday to 7 a.m. on Monday. And when I realized that I was going to have a baby, it became apparent to me that that wasn't going to be possible. I mean, it could be possible, but I didn't want to be missing overnight from a newborn baby. And I didn't want to have to trust someone else to keep my child overnight. So I gave that up. And that was a lucrative part of my job. (laughs) So I took a pay cut in order to have a more stable schedule, even though my schedule is still kind of sporadic. So Now I work Monday through Friday, seven to three. And the issues that come up with that is that most daycares don't open until six o'clock. I mean, not six o'clock, seven o'clock. And you're lucky if you find one that opens at 6.30. So here's the thing. My schedule says I work from seven to three, but at seven o'clock is when I'm supposed to have the first patient in the operating room for their surgery. So in our reality, I need to be worked by 6.30. And so I had to find childcare that was gonna open early enough to be able to accommodate my job. And there's like 
only one. And it happens to be the hospital daycare, <laughs> which is right by my job. So that worked out. But I, it sucked because I didn't have the opportunity to really pick a child care center that I wanted. I happen to like this one. But, you know, if I had my choice, I would have picked something that had a little more options for her and opportunities for growth. But I feel so limited because I had to go with what's going to be open for her. And I also take calls still. So instead of doing it once a week, my new call requirement was to do it twice in a six-week period. And it was typically during the work day or the work week. But now they've changed it to where I take call on the weekends. It normally falls like I have like one 24-hour call shift in a six-week period. So you have to be available to drop All everything and go in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do during that time with your daughter or do you keep her during those 24 hours or? Not? I try to have it where my mom or dad will come up and visit us that weekend mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, you know, some days I don't get called at all, you know, and that's yeah. a great thing. Or some days I may get called several times. So one time my parents came to visit and it was like 11 o'clock at night and, you know, I was talking to my mom and she's about to go to sleep. And my phone rung and I had to go to work. And she was like, you had to go to work. And I was like, did you forget why you were here? <laughs> so we do have instances like that that come up or her dad will come and stay with her or whatever. Okay. Or he'll yeah. take her as well. So Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, on your blog, you talk a lot about um, balancing the two and also being honest about your situation at work. But at the same time, not necessarily looking for a handout and having your employer help help you work with through that. And I sometimes think that's like a hard line to walk. Um, you know, you want people to be able to help you, but you also don't want people to feel sorry for you and people to be like, oh, you're the single mom and get that label at work. So how or do you you'll get you'll get resentment from the true. other people who aren't mothers and who think that like, oh, so she she had a child by choice, you know, like, why should I get punished or have to do these things? And she doesn't have to do them because she has a baby. Like, you know, whose fault is that? So um, my boss is really good about being flexible. And she understands like, and, and I understand too, like, there are things that she needs, just like there are things that I need. So I spoke earlier about how some of our patients have to be in the room by seven o'clock. We also have early cases. And for our early cases, those patients are in the room as early as 545. And before I had my daughter, I could do some of those cases. I would come in early and do those cases. And it also meant I got off early. Well, I already told you about my daycare dilemma. So I am no longer able to do that. And she knows that. And so what happens is like sometimes, especially like right now, being like December and people have met their deductible for the year for the most part, they're now scheduling surgeries like crazy. So we're going over the time that we would normally be finished with surgery. And so we kind of need people to stay late to help finish cases and and things of that nature. So daycare isn't close to seven. And I don't want to leave my daughter in daycare for 12 hours. But I do have some flexibility in saying, hey, I can finish the case that I'm doing or, you know, I can stay an extra hour or I can stay an extra two hours to kind of, you know, make up for the fact that I can't help out 
in the mornings and she appreciates that. And we also have like a 24 hour work shift. And when those people go on vacation or they call out sick or for whatever reason, they can't fulfill their shifts, then someone has to fill in for them. And because, you know, I'm limited in what I can do, but if my daughter's father is able to watch her like on a Saturday or a Sunday for me, or even a Friday or my parents for that matter, then I can go ahead and fill in and do one of those 24 hour shifts. And there are not many people that are willing to do that. So that's kind of like my trade-off. Like I can't do these other things, but I can do this. I can contribute to what's going on with the team. And what I've seen happen is that people who, um, may not be familiar with what it is to be a working mom once they find themselves in that position they kind of like you know change a little bit even if they're not a single mom they kind of understand the demands of being a mom and breastfeeding was another one of those challenges that i had to face because my daughter had a dairy allergy and i was just not going to put her on formula so i adjusted my own diet to compensate for her allergy but she's depending on me to eat and I need to pump regularly so that I can feed my daughter appropriately. And, you know, people have this misconception that, you know, everyone can pump in 20 minutes or everyone can pump in 10 minutes. And that's just not true, you know, and everyone has like a different capacity for how much milk they can hold and how frequent they need to go. And so they were very understanding of that as well. And I appreciated that. So that's good advice. So you may not be able to do this, but let me tell you what I can do to offer. So today you're off work. I am. And spending time talking to me and working on your blog. And I don't know if you're doing other things that you consider self-care. Um, but that brings me to the point that you said this morning that you were taking your daughter to daycare. Yes. And did. yeah. And when you did <laughs> that, I thought about, so... I always struggled with dropping my kids off at daycare when I wasn't working because I always felt like, you know, my kids are either at daycare when I'm working or if I'm at home, they need to be with me because they might also be at their father's and that's either less time for them to be with me. So often when my children were young, they're teenagers now, so I get a lot more time to myself, but <laughs> when they were younger... I never took any time for myself. I mean, there was no way I could do what you're doing right now, you know, creating a side business or anything because all my extra time was spent on the kids. So how do you, how do you like internally, you know, reconcile that, that putting yourself first sometimes to take care of yourself? I think that's something that like all moms definitely, but especially single moms, I think we have a hard time with that. So in the beginning, I did struggle with it because, you know, I would take her to daycare, go to work. She'd take her to daycare extra early. She's like the first kid there for the most part. And then I would pick her up. And when we started daycare, it was like in September. So pretty soon, you know, we went into daylight savings and it was getting dark earlier. So it's like we came home. I might have had her for like an hour or so and then it's time for her to go to sleep. And that was, that was it. <laughs> that was all the interaction that we got. And we start that all over again. So I struggled with it more when she was younger. Now I don't struggle <laughs> with it at all. And one of the reasons is one time I caught myself going to daycare early to pick her up because I was done with work early. 
and I didn't go in. I could like they have like a glass door to the classroom, and I was looking at her, and she was playing and having a great time. Like she was having so much fun, and that made me feel so much better knowing that she is actually enjoying her time at daycare, and that gave me the freedom to enjoy my time too. Mm. So I will say that unless I have something to do on my days off, most of the time we will sleep in before I take her to daycare. So I do get, give her that. And, you know, we'll have like a sit down breakfast before I take her and then she'll go. But I know she's having fun. I know she's enjoying herself. She talks about her friends at daycare. She talks about her teachers. And I also had to reconcile that I am a much better mother and a much more present mother when I have taken care of my own needs. Because when I'm like exhausted and just burnt out because I've been going nonstop at this thing, I'm not, I'm not good for her or for myself. It's, it's just not a good experience. So self-care for you as a working mom, especially as a single mom, you don't get that much time by yourself take advantage of it and don't look at it as you're stealing away time from your kids. You're actually going to be giving them more focused time because you're not distracted. Yeah. I think it's so great that you are discovering that when your child is so young. <laughs> I, I really do because I think that we have this idea in our heads that we're rescuing them. You know, <laughs> like we only, we can provide the very best care for our child, you know, and like if we get them, from daycare then early because yeah every time I got off work I went and got my kids <laughs> exhausted right <laughs> as if that was better for me to come home exhausted with them for the next you know maybe seven eight hours mm -hmm. versus going home and you know refilling my cup and then going to get them so I think that's really great advice and it's great that you're doing it when your daughter is so young because I don't know if I ever learned that lesson <laughs> It's made a it's made a big difference. And another thing is that, you know, I try to give her dedicated time. Like I do have a lot going on. Work is busy and trying to have a side business is also extremely busy. So the times that she's awake once we get home, I do try to interact with her as much as I can. And knowing that when she goes down for the night, then it's on. Just like that's my time. <laughs> that's great. So is there anything else you wanted to add? I'll just say this, that being a single mom, initially for me, I never in a million years imagined that I would be a single mom, okay? You know, I was okay being a single woman, <laughs> but, you know, you know, society puts these different pressures on you and puts these different images out there of what motherhood looks like and what parenting and families look like, and, you know, that's the theory that I also subscribe to, and so I never thought that I would be here. And in the beginning, you know, um, most, a lot of people become single moms from divorce or the death of a spouse or, you know, something like that. But that's not my situation at all. You know, I was dating my daughter's father and I thought that it was going to be a relationship that went the distance, but it didn't. And that's how I became a single mom. And at first I couldn't really like enjoy my pregnancy or anything because I felt like I had done something wrong because here I was a single woman that was now 
having this baby and I did not do it the right way at all, according to society. And I just want moms out there, the single moms out there to know that there is nothing wrong with you because you're a single mom. Motherhood by itself is extremely taxing. And yes, there are married women out there who feel like they're functioning as a single mom, but they still do have some help that we as single mothers do not get. So don't ever underestimate yourself. Don't down yourself. Like you are an amazing person. You are a strong person and you're doing something that many couldn't do. So now I wear it as a badge of honor instead of feeling like embarrassed by it. Check out the free dream discovery roadmap Kiona created on her blog over at professionalmama.com slash dream dash discovery. She helps you rediscover your dreams and get back to you. You can find the link for that and for her blog over in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening.